Hello, welcome to Mark Langley's Horsemanship Podcast, a podcast helping people to understand their horses better, to provide solutions in a calm, connected way. I'm Jenny Barnes. And I'm Mark Langley. Today's questions, Mark, are kind of to do with feet. Um, well, I think the answers are all going to be to do with feet. So obviously, for people out there who own a horse, interested in horses, you're going to have contact with their feet at some point, not painfully, I hope. Um, but here's some tips that will just help you manage everything that you need to do around their feet. First question comes from Calvin, and he's been doing some groundwork with the halter and lead rope, and he's been experimenting, getting a really soft give through the pole and transitioning to a backup. He's been doing this with his hand really close to the chin, so obviously from the ground. He's finding that his horse is inclined to give him the backup straight off the pressure of the lead rope, but he's noticing still brace in the face, pole and neck. He's wondering, is it impossible to do this from the ground? Would it be done better, in fact, from the saddle? And for everyone asking themselves now, what has this got to do with feet? Well, Mark, enlighten us. Um, yeah, it's a funny one when, you, when we talk about, you know, getting the horse to back up and soften and what's it got to do with feet, especially in the context of picking a horse's feet up, which I know one of the questions is coming through, is about picking a horse's feet up. So, um, but in the order of questions, I thought, well, there's going to be part of the answer in this question that's going to be for the next question. So, so basically, um, once upon a time when I used to back horses up, I used to get them to soften in the pole and jaw, soften in the neck and then back up. Now I do it a little differently because of certain reasons, but basically I try and get the idea of movement and thought change into the horse. So some horses can think backwards and still be a little bracy in their jaw and move their feet backwards uh, or forwards with a bit of a brace. Some horses can truly soften and give everything and back up. Um, some horses can bend their head, be very soft in the head and neck and have sticky feet and just kind of hide away and not really think backwards and walk backwards properly. So um, so with, with your horse, Calvin, I would tend to get your horse to back up and I would do it on the ground first. I would get all the brace out on the ground. So what we're looking for, and this is where it's going to translate into feet picking up. Um, but what I would look for is the horse just moving backwards first, even if it's just backing up. And what will happen after three or four metres of backup, you stay in the feel of the lead rope. So you stay with the horse with the feel on its nose until it actually just softens in the jaw and, and the pole a little bit and bends a little bit whilst it's moving backwards. And then I might soft, like let off there. Um, especially if I feel the horse free up a bit further, a bit more in the movement, okay? So get the feet moving and then release, reward uh, or stop a little bit once the horse is loosened up in, in, in from the wither forward, okay? Um, and then what happens is the horse realises it has to move as well, move. And this is better for horses that have an innate brace in their feet where they drag their feet, they're still braced in the base of the neck, things like that. Because some horses can bend their head really well, do lots of flexion and be real flexy, but then they just push off on their front feet and they've got a heap of brace in their, the base of their neck and things like that. And this, this, this links up to the feet picking up. You don't want to pick up a horse's feet that's kind of frozen, braced in the base of the neck, standing with its feet rigid to the ground. Because those horses, they can still kind of move their head everywhere and look like they're kind of soft but their, their feet are anchored to the ground through the brace that they carry in their body. So that's why I would tend to get movement through the body first. But I'm looking at a level of detail that you could actually just get them to loosen their muscles up and just take the weight off nearly every foot 
just in the halter and um and calvin that's what i want you to think about as well so when you do your groundwork to really get those horses to get a nice release in the jaw and the pole and um and be loose in all their muscles and have nice nice soft thoughts as they have to let go of any tension resistance and brace in their body that that, that brace that's fighting against the pressure um so you've got to find that brace and sort it out every bit of it it can't just be oh i can you know some people are happy to ride and make the they squeeze the reins and the horse loosens in the reins and they go oh look look i felt the horse go loose uh well all i saw was the horse go loose in the hand but the horse's top line and everything was still stiff and it was hollow and it was heavy in its feet and the eyes were still hard and the horse hadn't had an emotional change or a thought change then i'm like well nothing really changed except you felt softness in your hands so something else you can look at on the ground which i do a fair bit of as i start i lift for the backup so i might just lift the horse up and keep lifting and as it keeps bracing it's going to brace and this is a pretty tough lesson but if you can get through it you'll notice a big change and the idea is we're trying to lift until the horse goes i need to wriggle and move and they'll move a little bit in their feet they might move sideways a little bit and then you loosen until as you lift up on that knot underneath their chin they sort of lift and they start to loosen preparing to move so so you'll get to a stage that as you lift you'll see the horse lifting lifting the wither loosening its chest loosening the base of the neck and just look like it's ready to move and that's when you go lift and then back up so the horse loosens its body then backs up and the more you do this you'll start to get to a stage that the horse will lift in the wither and loosen in the jaw and the pole at the same time and it'll just get loose all through its body and be ready to be guided in the direction you ask and that that could be backwards sideways move the hindquarter over move the forequarter more over things like that but once they loosen and give and they're ready to move they'll move really softly and then that makes the feet available because what you've done is you've loosened and you see their muscles go like jelly underneath their neck you can shake it and it goes all soft because they've let go of all that brace under there uh their chest will get loose and you'll see even the hindquarter muscles get loose and they just get all loose and like and you see them just get able the ability to kind of move and pick up any any foot at a time because there's no tension there's no leaning on one foot with brace and freeze so they become really loose and available and then you get you know that and what what you're really looking for is not just to back up and a forward you're looking at rock back a bit rock forward a bit back up two steps come forward one step and they're just ready to move in any direction uh and as i say very very available and from there that's where i'll go into the you know from there you get all your body control your hindquarter control all that sort of stuff forequarter control and and as i say do it on the ground till your horse is very good at it and then when you pick up on the reins you'll know what to feel for and you'll expect the same thing um and and then the horse will start to find it and and, and be a lot softer but putting allowing the horse to move the feet first till it softens in the jaw i found is better in the long run because the horses end up free in their body picking up their feet and um they don't you know and then and then they start to loosen in the in the jaw after that so everything becomes more free sounds like a bit of a key tip uh for you there okay next question's from boshir and she says it's lovely to fence it again in adelaide she's been trying to get her two and a half year old mare funny enough to loosen her feet there you go, into picking them up. So she must have been watching some of your videos, I think. Um, but she hasn't been making any progress for months. She just uses a touch on her leg to walk forward. So I circle her until she stops by herself and try again. Pretty much always the same thing. She needs to get to those feet. She's got a trimmer coming next week. You got any advice for her? Yeah, so 
just on the back of Calvin's question, the, the last piece I was talking about, about being very loose, that leading forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards, and lifting until the horse gets really loose and really available uh, is really, really important. So um, once the horse, so, so a lot of horses that I meet, just, just to sort of put it in another perspective is um, they've been taught to go out on a circle. So as soon as a person says energy, the horse goes, yes, I'm on a circle. So they're thinking, I'm going forward, I'm going to keep going forward. So as soon as they move their feet, they're ready to go somewhere and keep going. So you don't get that soft, I can move my foot a little bit. It's more like I'm moving my foot to go somewhere. And it's the same with the back up, they move and they back up. So a lot of horses will do a circle around us quite a lot because sometimes they've been lunged or sent on too many circles and things like that. And a lot of times uh, in training, especially the training that's applied through I move you away from energy, they think energy means move somewhere else because, you know, someone presents a stick to a horse and the horse has to move its hindquarter over there and someone says move your shoulders but they're actually asking the horse to go out and around in a circle. So if they've done too much of that, they think any bit of energy in their feet and movement means I've got to go to somewhere else and I'm going to go somewhere else away from where the pressure is. Even if you just ask them to pick up a foot, as soon as the feet start to want to move, the thoughts end up going, I've got to go somewhere. So that you've got to take out of their mindset and you can take that out of the mindset through exactly what I was talking to uh, through with, with Calvin's question is forwards, backwards, just across a bit, backwards, forwards, backwards, until you can see your horse get really loose at just going forward a bit, going back a bit, and it's really available uh, and it's interruptible as in as in you can interrupt the forward and you don't feel any weight in the in the lead rope. It just kind of goes, yeah, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that really softly until you can actually get the horse to walk around you in a full circle, back it off, walk three steps back off, walk half a step back off, and there's no difference in the horse's feel depending if it walked a full circle around you or half a step, okay? So once you've got that availability in the horse um, it's kind of with you so and also moving is turned into experience that's just moving it's not moving to be away and once that moving to be away is out of its mindset its emotions are going to be a lot better around you and picking up its feet so um, now being and and and, and what you're aiming to do and and, and if you've, you fence at the clinic you've noticed one thing i work on a lot is the brace in the horse's chest and in the base of the neck where it just locks up in the front and freezes. Um, by addressing that, you get a real loose to lead horse that you can kind of loosen any foot just by twisting the rope a little bit and rocking it a little bit, um, whether it be just to soften its hindquarter up in a horse float or soften its hindquarter up to, to pick up a hind foot. Um, so the horse doesn't learn to put all its weight down on any one foot at any one time and it stays equally balanced. So leading is also teaching the horse, as I say, to stay, stay equally balanced on all four, four feet instead of just kind of plant on the front and rest behind and things like that. So, so it makes the picking up of the feet a lot easier. So once you've got it working in hand really, really well, then that takes, that, that, that takes most of the idea that when she moves her feet, she's got to go somewhere. And once that's out of her mind, then you go to the feet. Now I see, because I was wondering where you were going with this. Uh, so, yes, this is interesting. All right, because you, you're getting a horse now that's able to feel that it can cope with one foot being mm. in the air, which is also part of the battle. Sometimes they sort of yeah. panic. I can't so, lift that foot. Yeah, there's two types of horses. Like over the years, I've picked up plenty of frozen-footed horses and put shoes on them and stuff like that when I had to train. You know, I used to, to, to start a horse and they had to be shod when they left and... Um, there were times that, gee, some horses were hard to shoe because they were bracy and tight in their muscles. Mm. 
and I realised that they were just holding tension and they were frozen there. But if that horse happened to move, they would sidle away and stand over there because they were kind of frozen and braced and the next movement would mean a movement away from us. And a lot of horses, once they move, because they're still worried about us there and stuff like that, or like I said before, they've been taught to go and move, then as soon as they move a foot, even when you're picking it up and they've got to rebalance, they go, I've got to go somewhere because I'm moving. So they actually move themselves away from the situation. So that's why you get a horse to move in that situation and never leave. And then the horse just has to rebalance it a little bit while its foot's up, not have to, oh, I've got to move my feet, i better go. So, so that rebalancing is so important in the lead rope, the backing and, and, and education. Once you've got that established, then you've got a way of loosening a foot up and still having a horse going, oh, I'm just loosening a foot up, but I don't have to go anywhere. But just to make life easier, what you can do if your horse has got in a habit of doing this, this will be a quicker way to get your horse to loosen an individual foot is you put the, so you have a fairly long lead rope on your horse. You have the lead rope connected to the holder and then you put that other half just around the, um, underneath the, the, the uh, fetlock of your horse. Um, and then you just make, don't, don't loop it, just have a fold in it and just start to rock your horse backwards and forwards and just carry the rope around its fetlock, just get it to take a few steps forward, a few steps backward, and just fiddle the rope a little just so the horse can feel the rope on it and just get it to move a little bit forward and backwards. And if it can hold that, if it can understand that there's some feel on its foot and not get flinchy and not walk away, then you can start to um, just take the, the lead rope pressure off the horse and just put the feel around its fetlock on it so it can soften each foot. And you can go around all four feet and get it to soften each foot with a with the with the um with the lead rope by doing it with the lead rope you can stand up and still be close to your horse's knot the knot that's on the halter to say if it gets tight at any point you can grab the knot on the halter and say rock your feet loose backwards and forwards because you get that really nice control over the forwards and backwards and then when they get loose again and they feel like they've they're not planting on that side then you put a little feel on that foot rope and say loosen that foot and you're just getting to loosen it and eventually you can teach them to lead with the foot if you wanted to, but, but having that lead right there makes yeah. And then once your horse understands I can loosen the foot and I can stand still, if I move a bit, I don't have to move anywhere. I just got to move a little bit to rebalance, whatever, whatever the, whatever the occasion may be, it's, 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 it's with you there. Um, then you might start to go down and start to loosen the foot with your hand and then pick their feet up. And that usually is the best way to get that. I've got to move every time I feel pressure on my foot. Um, out of the way and then you pick you pick up you, you just get to loosen loosen all four feet don't get them to come off the ground just get them to loosen them and just cock their foot a little bit and then once they can cock all four feet then you can go around and say pick up for a second put back down go around pick up every foot for a second put back down and then pick up for a little bit longer and then if your horse is showing it's getting a bit of tension in there maybe go back to soft leading backwards and forwards a bit let it stand on a loose rein because all that leading is doing is when the rope is neutral, the horse knows what neutral means because when you've picked up that knot to move it, it meant move. And then when the rope goes quiet, the horse understands that quiet rope means stand. So they actually, by doing on that leading also, it improves the horse's ability to ground tie with the halter just weight, you know, with the halter lead rope just weighted down. Amazing. All right, good luck with that one. I hope you can get those feet trimmed. Kelly has said, firstly, thank you so much for your time in WA. I had a blast at the clinics and I feel both me and my horse has learned so much. The question that she's got um, is in the backup in the long reins. Her Bromby drags his back feet. 
along the ground when she asked for a backup. How can she get him to pick up his back feet properly? She asked you at the clinic, but she's forgotten what you said. <laughs> I'd like to admitting that. <laughs> the same, uh, uh, Kelly spent a bit of time at a few clinics with two different horses, so... Uh, so there's a lot to remember, but a lot to remember also means a lot to forget. So, um, so basically, in the long reins, I remember what what he was doing, and and what really fixed him to get life in the backup. So if you get him thinking backwards and life in the backup, there's more chance that he's going to have all four feet where they should be and backing up uh, in a nice energetic way. So the thing in the long reins that we did was um, when he started to go like sticky and have a forward thought. Um, so we come up, we are soft we, and he kind of gets boggy and he's just dragging his feet. Then we, then we sit into the rope cause he's only got the, the padded holder on, so it's not going to hurt him. You sit in and you give him one kind of big draw, pull on it until he kind of feels like he bounces back a bit. And then you just come in with the feel again. If he sits down into it a bit, you sit down and say bounce and he bounces back. So it's kind of like a more of an energetic backup until you can come in with the feel and he goes, oh, here comes the feel. I'm going to back up myself. And he just feels the touch of that lead coming through and then he goes, oh, I'm going to back up. And then when he starts to back up and there's not anything, there's not a lot of weight leaning on you, then you don't get the drag of lean, which, which, which comes out when horses lean a little bit. And then he'll be thinking backwards and walking backwards for himself. But basically, as you're loosening, if you're feeling your horses, and this goes for everybody backing a horse, if you loosen, and, and, and interesting story, we're going for hours, but a lot of horses have been taught release means reward. So as soon as someone shows an inkling that they're going to release on the reins, the horse stops. So usually those horses that release means reward, they start stopping as soon as they feel a change in reins. So they actually are dragging their feet more than the horse that actually release means stop like this. So what you're also doing as you stop him, you have to stop very slowly so he knows that releasing means we're continuing back up until the feel is completely neutral. So you back them down as well. Uh, so when you get them really soft, you're backing them up. And then when he leans, you get in till he backs a little faster. Then you come in again softly until he feels like he's backing himself and he's staying with the feel. And that'll give him more life. So every now and again, you'll kind of put that more speed in the backup and then back off again till he's prepared to sort of pick up and that'll get that strong thought and strong life. And then also when you slow him down, Make sure he slows down with energy into a stop, not back up, back up, thank you, and drop. Because a lot of horses that have been backed up and then rewarded, it's like they back up and then they just stop. So their feet stop as soon as the rain changes, and that's a dangerous thing for your performance later on. So um, the other thing which we didn't talk about, but you've seen me, which we didn't do at the clinic, but teach them in hand just to back over and walk over different little obstacles, different heights and things like that. Some horses back up with good life and they have a, have a good two-beat back up, but they still drag their feet a little bit. Um, so two things that also help that if you've done all that and he still drags his feet, get him to sort of walk cautiously over holes of different sizes and different things and, 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 and in different sort of orders. Forwards and backwards. Forwards and backwards, yeah. So he goes, oh, I've got to pick that foot up and I've got to pick that foot up and I've got to pick this foot up to get over these things. So it gets him out of that rut of just going, oh, I can just drag my feet everywhere, in, you know, backing up in uneven terrain. Um, it makes him pick up and be more cautious of where they place their feet and gets him in the habit of picking up. The other thing also 
is working out how much life he's got when he starts the back up. So sometimes I get a horse very still, and that's where I put the flag above their head, give it a little shake, and they go, oh, I've got to wait, I'm awake, and I lift up the knot, and they start to loosen in their body and go, I've got a lot of energy, and then you say, now slow back up with a fair bit of energy. And that's another one to get them to start picking up in the knees. But once they release in the, the brace and the base of the neck and, they, and their front feet come back where they should be and they've got the right amount of life and they're thinking backwards, it's usually more chance that they're going to pick up in the knees more and pick up and even in the hocks they're going to pick up and, and with their hips they're going to back up a lot better. Great. So what I noticed with all of these questions, Mark, we've been talking about the feet, we've been talking about backing up, but it all, all of them come back down to leading, uh, which is just so often the case. So if you're interested in what Mark's talking about with really perfecting the leading, but also the connection between you and the horse and them understanding that feel that you're using through the through that rope or through the rain, it translates to the rain, and understanding how you can really get their attention and their thoughts so that they understand everything that you're doing, then of course, check on the online subscription because there's a ton of videos where Mark's really delves into this topic, which is the root of, of so many areas that you can really improve your horsemanship through. Thank you very much, Mark. That was a great Q&A and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, everybody. Just imagine how much you could learn from Mark and his unique perception. He's been developing training that turns many of the standard horsemanship approaches on their heads for decades and to great benefit for all. Online training videos available now, marklangley.com.au.